Hi, and welcome to Straight Shot Radio. My name is Johnny Slick, and I'm the founder and head coach at Straight Shot Training, a personal training company that helps people of all fitness levels build strength and confidence both in and out of the gym with focused workouts and expert coaching. Today marks the 150th episode of the show and the 52nd episode in the past 52 weeks. Now, when I made the commitment to put out an episode every week this past year, I had no clue what was in store for Straight Shot. I appreciate all of you tuning in every week and following along with our progress as a small business that did big things in a two-year stretch that was not easy for any business, much less a fitness business. I'm going to be completely upfront with you now, though, with how fast we've been growing as an in-person studio, which has been amazing, and I thank you all so much for being a part of it, but with how fast we've been growing, I'm not going to be able to keep up with weekly episodes in 2022, but I am working with my awesome coaches and with some guests to absolutely keep the podcast going in some capacity going forward. Today on the show, I'm joined by physical therapist, or should I say physiotherapist, Dr. Matt Silver from Alpha Project Physio, and you'll learn the subtle difference between physical therapy and physiotherapy in a bit. Now, Dr. Matt joins me to talk about the new school of physical therapy, why resting an injury isn't the best way to heal it, and how you can learn from him at his upcoming workshop at Straight Shot Training. Now, Matt is also the host of the Health and Fitness Frederick podcast, available on all podcast platforms, if you would like to check out his show after this episode. So here we go. Here's my chat with Dr. Matt Silver from Alpha Project Physio. Cool, dude. Well, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to uh, to sit down with me here. Uh, Looking forward to what we're getting into today. But uh, let's start out with your brand, Alpha Project Physio. So where does that name come from? Yeah, that's a, that is an, uh, I had to think about that when, <laughs> and this is a thinker, but there's a couple, a couple reasons why I came up with that. It, um, so I, I originally like my background started in distance running, um, just kind of grew up doing that, you know, uh, kind of grew up in the middle of nowhere, nothing else to do <laughs> besides run. <laughs> so decided this is my thing, want to do it. And I think I started in like, I don't know, middle school, 05 or 04 or something. And, um, there was this thing called the Oregon project in, in, in Oregon where I think the, he's, I don't think he coaches, I don't think it's there anymore, but the coach Roberto, Roberto Salazar, big, big time distance coach. He coached some of the best distance runners like Galen Rupp, the Oregon project. So I like the name project. And then there's a guy in Delaware who has a, a PT practice, uh, and he focuses on runners and I'm like, man, I, I like the, he also, I think his is Omega project. I'm like, man, I like that kind of the whole name of project. And it kind of really occurred to me that as uh, as a physio, as a physical therapist, you know, my, I'm never not learning. I'm always learning something new. Um, so to me, I'm always improving myself, improving my patients. So I see it more as kind of like a project of I'm always getting better. And I always want to give my patients the best quality care and I want to make people the alpha of themselves, whether you're a runner, crossfitter, okay. you know, just a, someone who wants to work out. That's that's kind of where I, I where the name came from. Okay. And then just just when people are looking you up, the spelling of it is physio is with a Z, not an S. Correct. 
Um, so typically when you spell physiotherapy, it's P H Y S I O. Yeah. I put as, I made it a Z cause it, when I say it, it sounds like physio. You don't say physio. Uh, yes. <laughs> no, no, I, I like it. It's, it's stylized. Just, I want to make sure when people go to look you up that they're, that they're looking up the right, the right name. Yeah. If you look up alpha project physio with an S I'll probably still pop up, but yeah, put a, put oh, a Z in there. oh, cool. It's, cool. So it's, it's, it's a Z. So you are a physical therapist and you practice physical therapy, but it is also this new term phys- physiotherapy has come into play. And most people don't know what the difference is between somebody who practice, practices physical therapy and somebody who considers them a quote unquote physio. So can you kind of give us a little bit of the difference between the two of those? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's um, so. So I graduated uh, right from physical therapy school. So I have my my doctorate in physical therapy, um, and so it, and just a kind of quick side note: we're, we're doctor. We're, essentially, we have a doctorate level degree. So especially in Maryland, you can come see any physical therapist without a referral, right, without yeah. having to see your primary or an orthopedist, because we're, we're trained to know is this something we can fix or hey, you've had a history of cancer, right? This is presenting kind of weird. You should go see your primary or your oncologist. Yeah. Right? We're, we're trained to know that stuff. But that differentiation between physical therapist and a physio uh, really comes from how you treat in the style. So in, in Europe, they don't they don't have physical therapists. In, even in Australia, they call them their physios, their physiotherapists. Um, and I I like that. I didn't come up with the term, but I like the term to differentiate something that I do from most physical therapists, more from the athletic um, and kind of the, I'm not necessarily niche, but the population that we typically treat. So your general physical therapist, uh, for the most part, they tend to not really have too much of a specialty. And they see a, a wide variety of people from just, you know, I want to be able to walk. Uh, maybe they, maybe they do see runners or do see some active people, but the majority of their population are people that really aren't very active. Okay. Um, and then maybe they'll, you know, right. They'll see some occasionally see some active people, but a lot of times they just see the general population, people that don't really, the, Hey, you know, I just have this back pain. I sit a lot. Can you fix it? <laughs> like that's generally the population that they see. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of where I got a little bit frustrated with, but see, not that, hey, you know, every, I want to help people. I really want to help people get out of pain. Totally. But the the one thing I noticed was it's sometimes in that in that setting that most physical therapists find themselves in, in the insurance-based setting, you know, it's very difficult for, for me, even just treating, you know, the average person, let alone a runner or a CrossFitter or a lot of people that, that you work with, uh, Johnny, right? People that are really, that want to be active or are really active, Right. It's it's difficult to treat them if I have all this red tape, I have to maneuver around. Um, but getting back to the question, a physiotherapist is really somebody that focuses on treating active people, athletes. Um, and in my case, it's distance runners, uh, CrossFit athletes, um, and really a lot of people that go to like boot camp style classes, boutique kind of gyms, and really kind of what you guys have, where you're training people that are there are they're at, they're at a certain level. They want to improve it, right? They know the benefits of health. They know the benefits of working with a trainer. But oh, I have this knee pain every time I squat with a barbell, or every time I lunge, or every time I run, and that's who, who we we really specialize in treating. Yeah. So it's, so it's not just 
hey, you know, my back hurts. I don't want it to hurt. I mean, obviously pain resolution is something that you do, but you're trying to get somebody out of back pain so they can get back into gardening or biking or skiing or things like that. Um, and you know, you're, you talk about like, like who we see, you know, we don't see crossfitters. We don't see super, you know, we don't see gym buffs, but we see active people and we see active people at straight shot who are in between, you know, 40 and 75 years old who still enjoy going out and, and being super active. So when they, you know, when they think that well, I need physical therapy, they might think, oh, well, this person's going to lay me down on a table and stretch my leg. Is that really going to help me squat better? Whereas, you know, the, the things that you teach and the things that they're going to learn at our workshop coming up with you are the things that are going to help them, you know, be able to squat more, be able to go out for a jog, be able to go, you know, bend down on the ground to garden or pick up their grandkids or, or whatever it is. So it's almost like, like physiotherapy is the, is the, it's not just, just for athletes. It's, it's more like physical therapy for active people who have maybe some type of performance goal. They may not even be inside of a sport, but it's more than just, you know, get you back in shape from a surgery. It could also be, you know, help you improve your quality of life through movement. And, and that is exactly right. Like when, when I say athlete, when I say CrossFit athlete, like I'm, I, I there's a couple of people I've seen that are higher level, but you know, I'm not seeing anybody going, to, I haven't seen a person yet who's like gone to the games or anything. Oh yeah. These are you know, everyday people that go to CrossFit that want to be more active, right? Yeah. That like, you know, they're 30 years old, 40 years old, and they know a lot of people when they end up kind of working with us, even probably with you, John, you probably get this a lot too of, Hey, I, you know, I have a friend or a family member, you know, 20 years down the road, you see what happens to them of a knee replacement or, you know, back, a chronic back pain. And just, you're like, I don't really want that for myself. And, Oh, I have knee pain right now when I squat. Well, you know, if I don't get any better, what's going to happen in 20 years. Yeah. And I just keep squatting with knee pain. That's how people get knee replacements. You, <laughs> you don't, you know, you don't solve the problem. Or what what tends to happen is we actually see a lot of people that have gone to other physical therapists and they they didn't get better. And I get this a lot of I just didn't feel like I fit in uh, hmm. with. You know, I kind of went there and I was bounced around between clinicians and they threw a you know an ice pack on me and you know I did some squats and 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 that was it. Um, so, so I get a lot of that too, of people that have been to physical therapists, had not so good experiences. So that's another reason I like to push kind of the physiotherapy, kind of that word, because it's, it's, it's different. Because if I say physical therapy, some people just think the traditional kind of thing of, of PT or physiotherapy, I, it helps, it, it helps kind of let people know, Hey, this is different. It's not the same thing that you went to before. Yeah. Cool. Well, that kind of leads us into what I really wanted to, to talk about today and, and how you view things differently and how physiotherapy is different than physical therapy is I want to talk about injuries and I want to talk about uh, how many people have heard you should approach treating a muscle pull or a strain or even a ligament sprain and how you view things differently. So let's start with the, the classic prescription for injuries and even from a lot of physical therapists is the acronym RICE, R-I-C-E. So can you tell us what is the RICE acronym stand for? And then can you give us your thoughts on that? Oh man, you just opened up a whole can of worms. <laughs> we just jumped, <laughs> just jumped right, just jumped right into it. Um, so yeah, RICE, right. It stands for rest, ice, compress, and elevate. 
Um, and I'm, I'm blanking on the, the, the guy's name who, who, right, who coined the acronym. I think a more recent one is price where they say, Hey, we added pressure. I think it's pretty sure they added like pressure, rest, ice compressor. I forgot what the P stood for. Yeah. Um, but I know, right. I, I think I came out in the seventies. It was a while ago, but, but he since then has come out against it. Yes. And I have taken, <laughs> I mean, me and you are big, you know, we're big K-Star fans, like Kelly Sturette. Yeah, I remember taking a course from him and he had the guy, he's like in his 70s or 80s now, he had him on, you know, he was talking to him, the guy who made that, you know, who coined it. And he's like, you know, um, what's, and they talked about it like, yeah, I was wrong. It was him or him or someone that he knew, but he was like, yes, I was wrong. And they talked about, so yeah, so it's basically rest, ice, compress, elevate, and the problem, I the problem is with the rest, with the ice, um, the elevate. I guess is fine, but the compress, I'm I'm cool with. Like, yeah, yeah, compress is fine. That's fine. Right. If you spend too much time resting, your things tend to get tight. Things tend to scar down, and it's much more challenging, much more difficult on the rehab side, or just on the getting you back to normal side. Um, yeah. Of of getting right, you sprain your ankle. The, uh, unless you fractured it, right? That's a whole different story. You probably ha- you have to rest it if you fractured it. If you just sprained your ankle, you should be moving that thing as much as you possibly can. Like yeah. yes, it's swollen up like a balloon. The more you just don't move and like bed rest, unless you have some really crazy thing going on, move that move that ankle, man. Move that sucker. <laughs> yeah. So, so that was the 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 rest. Then what's wrong with the ice? Yeah, ice, um, and this is where th- this is challenging because ice is it has been like drilled into. I learned it when I got out of PT school in 2019. Of hey, they still teach it in in a doctorate level program. They still teach you have to ice. And the problem is, think think of it this way, right? Because I I know I know John, you commute from West Virginia, right, to Straight Shot. Yeah. Um, I do you get on 270 at all? No, no, three forty fifteen. Oh, okay. Yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah you get on 340. I mean, 340 is not even that bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can get that. I'm sure, I get there sometimes where there's traffic, but like 270, I yes. got to take that to Germantown. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. So, with 270, imagine you're on to, right? You're trying to build a home in Germantown. You live in Frederick and you have all this material. And you're like, all right, we're going to drive from Frederick to Germantown. Cool. Imagine you're driving there, everything's fine. Imagine all of a sudden they just close one lane of 270 and it's rush hour. You know how long it's going to take you to get to Germantown now from Frederick? Oh, yeah. yeah. So think, think that is exactly what ice does to essentially to your arteries, to your arterioles in, um, in your body. When Yes, it feels good and it can take some, some pain away, but that, that's just how you feel. And I, I completely understand if you want to feel better, but there's other things we could do to get you out of pain. But if you ice something and it's swollen up like a balloon, what you're actually doing is um, you're constricting those arterioles, those arteries and arterioles. And now you just turn 270 from two lanes. I know it's three lanes when you hit. Um, yeah. But imagine just like taking two lane, taking a lane and a half away or taking a whole lane away. I don't care how many lanes there are. You take a whole lane away, you're gonna there's going to be a backflow and you're going to move slower. And you're just going to block all that, uh, that nice new blood. Why do we want blood flow? That is that is the only reason things heal. Yes. Blood has, has oxygen, has nutrients. And 
there's a couple bones, a couple areas of your body. There's a like cartilage, right? That's why it's hard to heal cartilage. There's no yeah. blood flow to it. Yeah. <laughs> you can't, you yeah. can't I mean, so your, your meniscus, your ACL, your MCL, PCL, all, all of those have such poor blood supply. That's why they, a sprain takes so much longer to heal than a muscle strain because typically muscles have a better blood supply. So that's, you know, that's our argument against resting because you want to get it moving because you also want blood blood flow and then you want you really shouldn't be icing now if it's if it's super swollen is that the case for icing or is still blood flow better to reduce swelling yeah great that is a great question so because i i actually had a um talking i've talked to a couple podiatrists orthopedists that you're right you get a knee surgery bam you're smacking that thing with ice and you're wrapping around it does it actually help with with swelling no really I mean, the old research is yes, it does. And, and I'll explain why. So when you ice something, yes, you're cutting off the blood flow. And will that help with swelling? Maybe. But okay. it's almost like you're going to decrease the swelling to – you're going to decrease swelling and also decrease the blood flow. So you're kind of doing – right? You're kind of like – you're doing a bad thing. It may, it may be a good thing. Okay. But argument against and why it actually makes swelling worse this is i might i don't i don't want to blow your mind johnny but this might make swelling <laughs> worse is you right you know your lymphatic vessels right in your in your body the lymphatic system basically like when you and when you like pump like a lot of people have swelling in their calves and their feet when you point your foot up and down you're pumping you're pumping the blood you're pumping fluid back up to your heart so your lymphatic system there's no heart right there's no it's not a pressurized system so it relies on your muscles to move. Yes, your muscles to move that all that all that fluid through it. So think of it a completely separate system from your veins and your arteries. There's no pressure. You have to contract your muscles to move it. And another reason why we want to move <laughs> to help yes. get rid of swelling pumps that swelling out. But if you ice something, those vessels, the lymphatic vessels, actually lose their compliance. They lose their kind of. It's almost like a rubber band stretchiness. Yeah. Keeps, it keeps a little bit of pressure in there, but it kind of just like loses all of that and it just dumps the fluid out. Oh, so, wow. So when you ice it, all those lymphatic vessels end up just kind of, they just dump lymphatic fluid in the area. And what happens? It propagates swelling and it makes swelling worse. Wait, wow. Okay. So then I guess that would be then the argument for compression. So the compression port portion of the rice model is sound because if you if you have swelling and you can you know use uh you know kelly starrett had his voodoo floss it is a good compression but they make compression bands and things like that 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 can help reduce the swelling um but what else does compression do um so comp depending on right compression is just what, what how how are you going to dose it how long are you going to leave it on for are you doing a lot of pressure a little bit and most people are familiar with like compression sleeves or if you have like a, a venous issue and you go on a plane, you wear your compression stockings. Yeah. A lot of runners like the, you know, the compression stocks for recovery to help improve blood flow, the venous return, uh, just getting blood and lymphatic fluid back to your system and getting rid of all the, if there is any lactic acid buildup, we're not going to talk about that. That's a, yeah. that's a whole different that's a whole other, that's thing. A whole other thing. Um, but compression, it's, you, you do a lot with it, right? So I'm a huge fan of the voodoo floss bands. Because it's almost like right the like blood flow restriction. You use yes. that voodoo floss band, you get it on there super tight for a couple minutes, right? With being safe about it, of course. You don't want to leave if it's really tight, you don't want to leave it on past two minutes, but leaving yeah. it on and moving that needle around, take it off. Not only have you pushed a bunch of fluid out, but now there's gonna be a rush of new blood flow that has oxygen, nutrients, 
boom. That is, um, I think you were going to ask me, uh, I think uh, later on about how do you treat things? That is a huge thing I do okay. is can we get rid of swelling and can we improve blood flow? And those voodoo floss bands, I am a huge fan of them. Um, and, 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 and just for anyone uh, unsure what, what he's talking about, uh, these voodoo floss bands, it's almost like a, a long strip, kind of like a resistance band, but it's rolled up like a piece of tape. And it's stretchy, and you just wrap it around uh, above or below a joint, depending on what you're trying to do. And you wrap it pretty tight, especially on the side that you're trying to affect. And then you kind of move around while this band or rubber band is kind of tied around that area. And then when you take it off, you get this rush of blood back into it. And we talked about blood flow restriction actually in my last episode. And that was more for in terms of hypertrophy. But it's blood flow restriction is also a great tool for for uh for physiotherapy for increasing blood flow to an area um yeah and then finally i guess the the elevation portion um i guess there's an argument to be made that it could reduce swelling just because you're going to put your foot up on something uh but i would say if you had a choice between elevating your foot and getting your foot moving you should spend more time moving your ankle instead of sitting with it up somewhere <laughs> yes i you know one is passive one is active and and this is this is the way, and, and I just recently made a post about um, like the group I'm in that's been mentoring me and kind of helping me, you know, business wise. Their 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 phrase is "change is coming," right? They're helping a lot of us PTs go through this change, and now I'm like, well, I'm already here. So change <laughs> is here, right? Like this is the yeah. new thing, and part of that is letting people know that right. If you go to your physical therapist and you get better and they ultrasound you, that's that's fine, right? That's totally cool, but right, I want. Going from a passive kind of modality of heat, ice, um, ultrasound, whatever it is, going from something passive to active, movement, right? Movement is medicine. There's a reason that's a term. It really is. Um, if you can get something moving, if you can be more active, especially doing the right exercises, I know, like, I know what you guys do is like your like your background, Johnny, too, as a mobility coach and a CrossFit coach. Like that sets it's it's you learn so much like those two things together like and I know you've done a lot of continuing ed like sets you up so well just to let people know like my mistakes when I was working out was I'm gonna do a bunch of push ups a bunch of bench press and, <laughs> and like my yeah. that was me in high school I was like I'll be fine you only have to work the muscles that people see Matt I don't know if you knew this but as long as you can see it <laughs> but uh no that's ex that's exactly that's exactly right and and I think that it's like you said changes here I think that and especially like the stuff that you put out with your content on social media is awesome and anybody who's not already following you look up alpha project physio on Instagram uh, Facebook, YouTube, start watching your stuff um, because people can learn stuff just just in your free content that could save them a trip to to the doctor. And the stuff that's out there now that's widely available for people, I think people are starting to get more comfortable with. Hey, you know, maybe physical therapy doesn't need to be me laying on a table getting ultrasound and sitting here with ice packs and cold packs. Maybe movement is the way that we can start solving these issues. Yeah. And it's, it's, um, you know, going from the, my, my old job, which was in network. And basically what that means is right. People have insurance and they pay a $20 copay or wherever their copay is, their co-insurance and they go to physical therapy that route. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like I understand people want to use their insurance, but going from that to what I do now and, and seeing essentially what, what I've noticed is 
the freedom that I have, um, being able to treat, like if I were to see you, Johnny, it would be one-on-one for a full hour. And we have that full hour to sit down and solve your problem. And something that I, that I noticed in going through physical therapy school was a lot of the, the, all the treatment techniques we learned, there's something called McKenzie, Mulligan, all these names of like all these treatment techniques. They're all from like Europe and Australia and like New Zealand. And I'm, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, how are they better physios than us? Like, why are they coming up with all these great treatment techniques? And it, how do we not have good therapists in the States? And what my opinion, my, I'm pretty sure I'm right. My conclusion has been that a lot of PTs in the States, it's, it's because of insurance companies. It's more about get people in, get them out, collect the money and, and that's it. Um, so as a, when I was working at as a staff PT at my old practice, it was, Hey, two around two patients an hour, which isn't bad. Buffalo, I was seeing three in New York, which was insane. Yeah. But two an hour, I have all these notes to do. I didn't have any time or as much time to practice my trade and actually learn more. Where if you're in mm. Australia, New Zealand or Europe, you're seeing like one guy an hour and you have all this extra time to practice and refine. That's where all those great treatment techniques came from. Gotcha. So, gotcha. So not only were they getting, they were getting like, even though I've noticed I'm getting people so much better faster. Now that I have this extra time, not, not only were they doing that in, in Europe and Australia, but they actually made these amazing treatment techniques that I use every single day. So it's this other system that I'm pretty new to, but I'm absolutely loving it is it's, it really allows me as a practitioner to not only get you better faster, but experiment on my own, on my own time and find out, Hey, what's the best treatment technique? and ultimately give the patient the best outcome possible from now and as I continue to grow and learn. It's awesome. Dude, I love it. So now if somebody wants to work with you, they're in the, the Frederick, Germantown area, how do they go about starting working with you? Um, I would say uh, the, the best way, check us out at alphaprojectphysio.com. Again, that's physio, P-H-Y-Z-I-O. If you put an S, it might pop up, it might not. But it's a Z, just how it's how it sounds. Um, but I would say check out the website. It's a I have to update it. It's, it says we just treat runners. Um, I just brought on uh, my fiance Veronica. So as a right, she she does public floor PT, which is a whole we could talk a whole another thirty minutes <laughs> about yeah. that. But so so if you really want if you want to check out what we do, you want to work with us, check out the website. Um, there's a lot of info on there about what we do, how we got started, and really what we what we what we stand for. Um, and really, right, right. My goal of this is, is not to, I want to make sure that you're a good fit to work with me. Right. Yeah. Um, you're a good fit. And also I want to actually solve your problem. And again, a lot of people we've seen have, have gone to other providers, other practitioners that have, have gotten burned, not gotten better. And what happens if you go to physical therapy, you've been a couple times and you never get better. Well, what are your options? Is it A, you stop doing the thing you like doing, B, you get an injection or or you just keep taking medication, which is probably not going to be a long-term solution, or C, you have you have a surgery, which maybe is a long-term solution. And sometimes people need that, but a lot of times it's hey, you might not have seen the right provider or not gotten the right quality of care. Um, and right, we're here. And that's why I started the, the, the practice, the business. I knew there are a lot of patients out there that have gotten burned by the system that don't want surgery, that want to keep doing the thing they love, don't want injections. So right, th- this is why I made Alpha Project is I want to solve the root cause of the problem, solve it, 
and then teach you how to maintain it on your own. Because a lot of the stuff, the voodoo floss band, the lacrosse ball releases, people can learn how to do this on their own. And uh, right, I want to empower people. And that's that was my whole reason for, for doing this is giving people another option to solve their pain and take really control of their healthcare back. Yeah, I love it. And it, a lot of it is, and this is, you know, a classic quote from, from Dr. Kelly Starrett is that every human being should be able to perform basic maintenance on themselves. And, and this is what, this is what you're teaching. You're teaching, you're not just going in there and saying, Hey, you know, I'm going to get you out of pain. And, and once your insurance uh, is done with paying for your visits, you're out on your own. This is, you're going to yeah. teach somebody how to resolve their pain. And th- you know what? And they may have the pain come up again from, you know, just sport or life or whatever. And you're, they're going to know how to fix it. And they may not need to come back to you, which might sound like a terrible yeah. business model, but actually it's the, it's, it's, it's the way, it's the honest way of doing things is because, you know, I don't want to just have somebody come in and work out because I told them to work out. I want them to to learn about their body and take ownership of their movement and how they feel and know how to, you know, pick something up off the floor correctly when they get out of the gym, because that's a, a something that is, you know, goes way beyond a business is just people helping people move better. So that leads me into what we have coming up uh, at Straight Shot here. Some of these cool techniques that you've been talking about, um, teaching people how to resolve their pain. That's exactly what you're doing at our studio Saturday, January 8th at 9 a.m. So can you give us a quick plug for the knee pain workshop? Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about it. Um, so it's going to be, yep, it's January. Uh, what is, when is it? The 8th, right? This upcoming next, Saturday. Next Saturday. Next Saturday, yes. The 8th. Um, so yeah, guys, we're going to basically be talking about, um, things you can do on your own for, for your knee pain, whether it's running, squatting, deadlifting, or like single leg lunge or whatever you're doing. If you have knee pain and especially if you've had it for a while, uh, we're going to be going over four to five exercises that you can really do on your own, right? You're going to leave this workshop knowing how to do these exercises. They're, They're pretty darn simple, but knowing how to do these exercises on your own. And that way, Right. You can treat yourself. Yeah. So we have just 20 spots available now for the knee pain workshop. And uh, this is Saturday the 8th at 9 a.m. So if you're interested, again, it's free, but you need to make sure you secure a spot. So you can email me at Johnny, that's J-O-N-N-Y, at straightshottraining.com, or you can DM me on social media using the handle at Straight Shot Training. Or if you follow Dr. Matt, you can hit him up and he can let me know that you're reserving a spot. But we just want to make sure that if you want to be there, you, you have to reserve your spot before we uh, we start. Um, because I, you know if it's, if it's packed, we can only have 20 people in here for this. So um, mm-hmm. cool. Dude, thank you so much for joining me today. I, I really appreciate you taking the time. Uh, I can't wait to see the, the stuff that you have ready for everybody for the workshop. Uh, and I, I just love what you're doing. Cool. But dude, I, I'm pumped. Um, so yeah, there's only 20 spots left, uh, left guys. So it's, I've had some where they fill up like, like that, <laughs> like yes. pretty darn quick. Um, so I, I wouldn't wait, just sign up for it again. It's totally free. And, um, yeah, if you've been struggling, struggling with something for a while, um, I, I'm super pumped. You're going to learn how to take care of it. And then, um, yeah, I'm excited to see you guys there too. And, uh, Johnny, I appreciate you having me on, man. Awesome, man. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for listening today. I really appreciate it. Now, like I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, the podcast is going to look a little bit different in 2022 to help me focus on creating the best possible experience for our members at the studio and our clients online. And you know what? In order to achieve something new, you have to change something about the way that you're currently doing things. This is universal. 
and it's especially true when it comes to your health and your fitness. So what things, what habits or behaviors do you need to leave behind in 2021 to accomplish your fitness goals in 2022? And what processes or people do you need to have in place to hold you accountable to sticking with those changes? Now, we at Straight Shot may have something that could help you out in the new year. It's called the 28-Day Free Coaching Challenge, and it's our way of combining an amazing deal on personal training with built-in accountability to make sure that you stick with those new habits. If you want to learn more about how you can train with us in person at our Frederick, Maryland studio for free for four weeks, head to straightshottraining.com for all of the details on the 28-Day Free Coaching Challenge. And if you're not in the Frederick area, you can train with us in person at Kinetics Physiotherapy and Performance in Mount Holly, North Carolina, or online with us via virtual sessions or a custom program through our app that you can do anywhere. Again, all the details on all of our services are located at straightshottraining.com. Thanks again so much for listening today and throughout the last year of all of these episodes, and have a great week, everybody.